Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Consciousness Road Trip Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Watt, and again, we're joined by a special guest while we take a deep dive into the tools of access consciousness, while we explore this amazing planet that we live on. So hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Consciousness Road Trip podcast. We've done a bit of a full circle here. We're sitting at at the table where it all began. So everyone, the first episode that people heard actually, well, we released ours with with my guest today and then I, I snuck Simone in there for the official release. I'm sorry. Royally stitched up. But we're, you're here? No, 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 no. It's a stitch up. Don't worry about that. I will do things like this now. No tapping. So if you don't know that Ocker Australian <laughs> accent, my guest today is Mr. Mark Kerr. Welcome, Mark. Welcome back or forward. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Good. And we're at home. Surprise, surprise. Sparkling isolation. It is real. It is a thing. You know what? I have really enjoyed this. Good. I have absolutely enjoyed this. And um, I know that we are very fortunate to be in isolation in the area which we live. Mm-hmm. But um, I have really loved it. I mean, it, it's been time to start putting some energies into things which you always said, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I wish I knew how to do that, but I don't have the time. Um, I'd like to get in the sun a bit more and do a bit more with my body. And you know what? It's bloody well happening. And um, and I'm happy at the moment we can't fly anywhere, so. Cool. Well, that's actually what I wanted to talk about today, so. Flying? No. Oh. Being at home. Mm. Yeah. Like, the contribution that is your home to you. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people in the world that don't travel as extensively as we do or did. Um, but it's still this place of, like, where can you look at during this time? Exactly that. Like, what, what how much of a contribution being at home is? can be and what you can uh, choose from that space as well. Like, you know, even just watching all of the people we work with, you know, like uh, Simone Millicis, Brendan Watt, Gary, Dane, the founders of and co-creators of Access, but Emily Russell, who is the, world, who is the worldwide kitten herder, Francesca Ferrantini, the worldwide coordinator, like all of these people that six weeks ago were mm. literally flying from country to country and like our home time was maybe something around a week every five to six weeks. Mm. Um, And now to see what they're creating from this space. I mean, Francesca, who's from um, Venice in Italy, excuse me, is in Australia and has been for, you know, the last six weeks as well. And to watch what people are choosing to create from this space um, has been amazing. Mm. It has been. Going back to one other thing. How many kitten herders are there in the world? Is there actually a kitten herder association, which Emily's president of? Or? She's the one and only, actually. She's just it? Yeah. She, she, okay. she flies her own flag. It's the kitten herding flag. And, yeah, she's the queen, queen bee of the kitten herders. Holy meow. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, it has been. You were saying some amazing stuff then. I was so... Hard-pressed on getting the thing out about the kitten herder, but... You lost everything else. I did, but I did pick up you saying how much has 
these these creators of magnitude uh, that includes you too so what if like also like let's let's go to to making it all about you so <laughs> like <clears throat> what if you talk from that space for a moment um creation from what i've been looking into doing well just the whole thing about being home and you know you touched on going to the beach and doing yeah. those things that you wanted to do but yeah. even even just looking at it from <clears throat> like what okay like let me ask you a question since this you know whatever COVID-19 being home isolation what choices do you now have available that you never would have had available without this Bodies comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's more time if you're willing to choose it to to nurture your body. Mm -hmm. And it's not just me. I've seen so many other of our friends, and actually not just our friends, people in the area. Like the Sunshine Coast where we live is quite a, you know, there's beaches, there's amazing hinterlands where you can go hiking and. Fitness and healthy lifestyle is, is quite a prevalent thing here anyway, but the amount of people who are now, I suppose, consciously saying, you know what, I'm going to have a few less beers and wines and and people are outside exercising more and riding their bikes and and <clears throat> and doing things which is just contributing to their body yeah. and, and nurturing it more and just... And then what I've found from, from my place of doing that is that that contribution just spews like nothing's business yep. to other areas in your life. Like I know I'm involved with Return of the Gentleman, so I've done a couple of um, classes and telecalls with the boys. I've done a couple of intros by myself live. But um, currently got a um, book club going at the moment, The Place, which has just been amazing. I couldn't think of a better book to do at the moment with anyone who who hasn't heard of the place. It's a book written by Mr. Gary Douglas, the um, founder of Access Consciousness, and it will just rock your socks if you've ever, if you ever thought that um, there was another reality possible, this is the book for you. And, and I always say if, if this book was a movie, it would be bigger than Avatar because the communion with Earth, Earth the contribution the earth has to us and 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 the way and the willingness to receive what the earth is is gifting to us just changes everything it yeah. just it's something which i don't know you, it sounds a bit weird to talk about i suppose but i don't know it's just it's just cool and it just flows into other areas of your life like i said i've got this book club going now I've learned so much and become aware of so much in creating classes and, and, and how the people involved with Access as well. And I suppose any big event company, there's so much stuff behind the scenes which you would never actually expect and the, the, the gift and contribution which these people are to these events and to creation is just phenomenal. So cool. onward and upward. And, like, obviously, if you've caught this podcast for the first time, lucky you joining when I have the brilliant Mr. Mark Kerr on. But if you're wondering, um, some of the stuff that we're talking about, a lot of what we're talking about is uh, from Access Consciousness, and that is, um, well, 
trying to put that into words is a little bit challenging, but you can go to accessconsciousness.com and find out more information there. But basically, I also want to look at like the tools as well. So what came up when I was, you know, looking at what this podcast was going to start as and blah, 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 I looked at the tool of um, what's right about this I'm not getting. So that's kind of one of those, you know, quote unquote, basic tools in access. And I speak to a lot of people, um, you know, that I haven't necessarily met, whether it's online or whatever, about how they're handling this stuff. And most people are just really kind of burrowing into it and pushing through. But if you start to like look at the at that tool, what's right about this I'm not getting, like is that something that or you know, what tools have you used? Like what are some what are some things that people out there listening to this where I speak to people and they're like, oh I'm trying to keep out of my head. I'm trying to keep myself busy, which is obviously one point of view. It's one way to look at it and it's how they're getting by. So it's not to make any of that wrong. But it's almost like this place where you can switch it a little bit and look at what's actually right about this and start really looking at um as that as that being the place that you're creating and choosing from rather than just trying to get through it? Um, The tools, the three main tools I would say, which I use a lot, uh, I just think they're the basic ones. And and they're actually, they're all pretty basic. It's just a willingness to use them. Um, What's right about this I'm not getting? Mm Mm-hmm. Because obviously when you ask that question, when everything goes to shit, with whether, whether it's a pandemic of viruses or you lose all your money or you bloody break your arm or something like that, you can always ask the question, what's right about this I'm not getting? And ask that question with no conclusion, no point of view, no looking for an answer. Just ask it and stuff just happens. Stuff just happens and, and things come into your life and you start asking more questions about it and um i'll just leave that at that and what else is possible that's just that's just if there was an easier one tell me because you can just you can just ask what else is possible to anything yeah and quite often people go to the tools when everything goes to shit saying what else is possible what else is possible you know to try and create something great of it even when stuff's good you can ask that question and just create You mean more. you can ask for more? Sometimes. <laughs> when the wind is blowing from the west and the moon is setting in a northerly direction. Uh-huh. But other than that, yeah, you can ask for more at any time and, and you know, um, things are great. You know, There's often plenty of stories and antidotes about people finding jewellery or money and, <clears throat> and asking what else is possible and then finding more jewellery or greater amounts of money and, and um, that sort of thing. And another tool which I love and question which I ask is what will my life be like in five years if I choose this or if I don't choose this? So those are three tools which I think are really simple and I use a lot. And there's probably other ones too, but they're the ones which are pinging with me at the moment. Nice. Mm. Awesome. So the other reason I, like, kind of wanted to talk to this subject a bit, we were out, I mean, you know, in Australia at the moment it's different all around the world, but here we've sort of got, we're doing isolation like the rest of the world. We just are very, very fortunate to live in in what I would consider paradise. <laughs> and it just, you know, the earth has turned it on for us since we've been home. I, I think we've had a little bit of rain, which is also amazing, but it's just been this place of 
perfect days, you know, everything just has this sense of space and peace. And we went for a hike out to the Noosa National Park and I was walking back and, you know, there's so many times when I was traveling the world where I was like, oh, you know, I really want to, I really want to like do these things. Like we were saying earlier in the, in the podcast about, you know, I want to go snorkeling around the rocks here in Australia. I want to buy a horse and have it here in Australia. I want to look at getting a motorbike here in Australia, but all of those things where, I didn't really, oh, and the plants as well. So the other day, you know, I've always wanted to have a lot of house plants. I love having fresh flowers. I love having plants in my house. And the other day I was like, you know, fuck, what am I actually waiting for now? Like what, like what if everything that you've, and you know, not like I was saying, not everyone's traveling the world, you know, five weeks out of every six, but if there's stuff that even when you're at home that you've kind of pushed to one side, like what are those things that you could now bring into your life as well that is going to create that life and living every day that you desire, that that space where every day you wake up and it doesn't mean you're ever going to get to a point where it's all there, but what if like every day you woke up and asked that, like what can I add to my life today as well? Like while I'm home here in this, like this time of like, whatever, rest, isolation, space, all that sort of stuff. Like what can I start to put into place now that's going to keep building on that future? And the things that make you happy, like up the happiness quota and the fun quota as well. Like where can you, like people ask me like, oh, how are you doing, Sarah? I'm like, I'm so fucking awesome. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. It is. it is. And I mean, <clears throat> quite often it always lead to um, to be able to do anything, to be able to, to do fun things or things which are going to improve your life, you've got to spend a lot of money on things mm. to be able to get there. But holy, but Jesus, you know, something simple of, of just chucking your towel over your shoulder and going down the beach and having a swim and just having the sun on you and, and um, saying hello to someone who you don't know, obviously from 1.5 metres <laughs> away because you don't want to get too close. Uh-huh. But so many times you only got to say, um, hey, go on, g'day or something when you're walking past someone and this other person who's been head down because we're in pandemic, we're in bloody stress time, you can't even talk to anyone. Yeah. Acknowledging a person with a pleasant greeting is almost like you're making their day, you're seeing their face like light up and, and then respond and actually have a conversation with someone who you've never met before. And by doing that, I have met so many cool people and found out so many amazing things. And I don't know, I'm probably off track here from what, no. from what we're doing. Well, it's also about. like, you know, it's also the engagement factor, right? Like, again, and I know I keep going back to like what it was like before. Mm. It's really just to have that place of, of seeing all of the things that I was aware of but wasn't actually willing to change and now I'm both aware of them and I'm ready to change them. And engaging with people, I was listening to Brendan this morning, he was on, Simone Millicis has a $10, $10 Australian dollar, seven-day program that she did. We set up a Facebook group and you get a Kajabi library with all the replays in it. You can still purchase that, simonemillicis.com forward slash seven days with an S. You can still go in and purchase it. The last Facebook Live was today and Brendan was on with her. Um, And um, now I've completely lost track of what he was talking about, but everything he was saying on that was about um, this place of like adding things to your life, having more of the fun factor in your life, um, but also being willing to uh, 
like make those little choices and change those little things every day and and have the time for you like you know, even though we're in this now and it feels like there's all this extra time, but it's not like we're sitting around doing nothing. And if you are sitting around doing nothing, then that's fine too. But it's like, what could you actually, what could you be asking for and adding to your life today that would <clears throat> contribute to your life right now? Like, I'm not even talking about, oh, well, I've got all this time and if I do this now, it will make me happy and it will contribute to my future. That stuff's great. But what about like right, right now? Totally. Yeah. That's also an amazing question. And like you said before, what I find, it's the teeny tiny little choices which just create the snowball effect to something absolutely amazing. It's not as if you go, I'm going to... Write a book. Write a book. You write know, my memoirs. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna but you could be that. But could, every, Look, I get that. Everyone's different. Or I'm going to scale Mount Everest tomorrow, Yeah. you know, without any of those tiny steps of going for a hike building to this, going to that. Yeah. And that's what I've found over the years is um, those really tiny new choices which you think aren't um, culminating or getting you a result. If you keep making them and following the energy of, of things, stuff just starts happening. Yeah. And it's, I was actually looking at this this morning as well because one of the things I've done, and it's been like, three weeks now I started like an online training program for my body where you know you're training different yep. things and you do different exercises and you send in videos and you keep track of things and I was looking at, at that you know because one part of it is to train on handstands which is something where anyone can go to a soft space chuck their legs in the air and try and hold it for a couple of seconds I've got a joke about handstands too by the way just well do you want to tell it now Go. I'll tell the quick version. Okay. Okay. I love this joke. It's the oldest joke I know. <laughs> I heard it when I was like five. <laughs> Girl goes to school one day, sees three other girls doing handstands. She goes home, sees her mum and says, Mum, mum, today I saw three girls doing handstands. Her mum said, don't do it. They'll see your underwear. Mm -hmm. Okay. No dramas. Next day she goes to school. She's two girls doing handstands. Rushes home again to the, the, that afternoon and says, Mum, mum, you would not believe what happened today. Yet again, I saw two girls doing handstands. Her mother said, look, I've told you, don't do handstand, they'll see your underwear. Goes to school the next day, does a handstand, comes home from school, was so happy, ran through the door, saw her mum, arms in the air, mum, mum, you wouldn't believe it, today I did a handstand. <clears throat> her mum said, did they see your underwear? She said, no, I took them off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom, boom. I'll be here Tuesday nights. <laughs> Yeah, and when looking at this this training to do a handstand, they break it down, right? So you start with like wall walks where you put your feet up and you walk back into the wall using your arms and then you want to get to touch your nose to the wall and then you get to a point where you take your feet off the wall and then so there's all these stages that you go through to build up to this handstand yep. where like, you know, and it's it's a choice of, of how you want to do it, but I'm like, I actually want to want to take the time and do this in a way where, mm. you know, my target might be in two or three months to be able to be in the middle of the room, do a handstand and hold it for a few seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And like you say, those are those teeny tiny steps. Where yeah. You just continue, you know, chipping away at it, chipping away at it, and then da-da. Yep. Next minute you've nailed it. Yeah. And it's also like that thing of like, well, if, you, if, you, if your target is to get good at handstands, for instance, you can, you can do a bunch of handstands, yeah, and that may or may not eventually, but, but sometimes you've got to go outside of that a bit as well. So if your target is to, like, whatever, create more money or, 
be happier in the world or contribute more, like whatever that is, what can you look at now that isn't necessarily leaping straight to that point or even looking at looking at doing a, a watered-down version of that, but looking at like where are those little bits that, that will contribute to building that building that future in a way. Like and what, what if now was we ha- where we had that space and that time to, to lay this really good foundation and to be able to work on whatever it is that you want to change and have in your life? And, like, what if that's just your happiness, right? Like, what if you desire to be more happy? Yep. So, you know, you wake up every day and sometimes you wake up and you're in a shitty mood or some point during the day, you know, you whatever, you feel down, you feel depressed. Like, what if that was where you started playing with some of the tools to look at, like, what can I change here to increase my happiness quota? So it might be a question. It might be getting out into nature. It might be adding something to your life that your body enjoys doing or something like that. But looking at whatever that is that you desire to create, what can you almost train your muscles around that so that you're leading towards that all the time? Yes. And watching how Gary has created access has been very much like that for me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. You know, like... You see access now and, and the, you know, I don't know even how to describe it, what the company is. You know. <laughs> I said that just before. I'm like, we, we do this thing called access. I don't really know how. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in 176 countries now and, I, you know, you go to classes and there could be four, three, four, five hundred people in a class and it's this huge thing. And to hear stories from, from friends who were there in the beginning to say, you know, I remember when Gary and Dane would come to my house in Australia and do classes in their living room to 10 people and that sort of thing. And, And, well, there's that piece, but there's also the piece where we went from that, you know, we, the class that we were going to do right before this all went to hell was one of our biggest classes. It was the certified facilitator training in Rome. We usually have somewhere around 350, 400 people live in the room. Yeah. And we switched that to online. So it's almost like we, it's like we never dropped a step. It was like this whole thing went on in the world. Totally. Yeah. But between it going from Rome to online, it was in Budapest. Yeah. So the way the way the staff and everyone involved in it just just kept following the energy to this is what the next choice is. This is where we're leading to. Yeah. You know, building for this, and then boom, it all of a sudden changed. It all went online, and it was amazing. You know, I think that just created a whole new reality of how to present classes and, and and how to receive and it was and also just looking at like where did gary and everyone that works for access actually start instituting this stuff long before we ever knew it was going to happen like where and that's like that breaking it down thing and maybe maybe that's another part of it maybe it's not even about knowing what your target is to a to a like a real uh, clear degree but it's knowing energetically the direction you're going in and always bringing in those things to your life to build those and I always put it in the terms of training and and whatever I'm building that muscle to work towards that bigger quote-unquote target or goal like where can you just start choosing for the future that you may not actually realize is is possible or is creatable but you know if you keep choosing 
it is in a way. Like I know that sounds a little bit like, but like Gary and how everyone's created access. Mm. Like we kept choosing and creating things and then the whole world went to shit in a way and we never missed a beat and we're still creating at least as much, if not more, than we were before. I think that's just it, that the C word again, it's it's just it's just choice. It's it's mm. it's not, I suppose, throwing your hands in the air and saying, Oh, everything we'd planned and it, the way we did everything, we can't do it anymore, so we can't do this and let's just wait until it goes back to normal. Then we can start all over again and it'll be great. Yeah. I mean Newsflash, there's no going back, there's no normal. No. Like and the whole world this that's is it. Yeah. And really, you know, for for people who aren't in that point of view of when we go back everything will be great. I don't think a lot of I think a lot of people who have who have kept creating and and had all this amazing new stuff happening, they don't want to go back either. No. And they're gonna be the successful ones. They're totally. gonna be the ones that continue to create the future that is now possible and available in the world. Exactly. Which was always there. It was just a thing of of, of choosing it and, and creating this these not opportunities, but these. Yeah. And what, what? And where can we also have this time to to look at what's different about us as well? Like, where can we? Because you know, when 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 the world's a go, like it was, everything's you know from here to there, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, I'm going here, I'm going there, and now we've got this this immense amount of space and time and peace in 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 our worlds like where can you start now tapping into what's actually different about you as well and being willing to bring a bit more of that out like along with all the things that we're asking for to add to our lives to you know up the fun factor increase the happy quota all that sort of stuff what about where what about the places where we can also look to ourselves and start to bring out our difference so when it is time to get out into the world again, like what can we almost re-emerge as as well as people? And, yeah, like I thought about it at the start when when COVID happened. I was like, imagine if like when we opened the doors and, you know, things got lifted or we created a different reality with being able to be together in the physical sense again. Um, What if there was no judgment in the world? And that obviously starts with, stopping judging yourself because right. you're never going to stop judging other people if you're judging yourself. Totally. So what if that was now available in the world as well? Like, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. It is totally available. And hearing you talk before about, you know, this time now where there's just so much space and lightness, I just love hearing that. It's just, and, you know, I'd say it all the time, that just the nurturing of here just, I don't know, it's... um. So what do you think you're going to choose when, when things change? Do you think you'll go back to the same? Obviously, there's no going back and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But do you think with the schedule that you were having before, is it something now that – I was talking to my hairdresser when I was down there. Yes, in Australia, you can still get your hair done. There's certain rules you've got to follow. And I was like, she was so – because she was a workaholic. Basically, she would work, you know, client after client after client. She's like, oh, my God, Sarah, this has shown me a whole new mm. – and that's her point of view and her perspective on things. But she's like, I'll never go back to, to how I was hairdressing before. Yeah. Like, do you have a sense of? Um, <clears throat> um, not totally. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still very open and just following 
the energy, I suppose, and the lightness of everything at the moment. Like, we used to go to some amazing places and we also used to go to these places where the event was actually held in the hotel where you stayed. Mm. So you arrived, you landed, you went to the hotel, you set up, you did the event, you packed up, and sometimes you went straight away and you went to these amazing cities and you never actually had or made the time to go and enjoy these places for what they are rather than just stuck in that, I suppose, snowball of work, get to the next event. Like It was always a lot of fun as well, but there was so much as well going around you which you just didn't allow yourself to go and see. And So and now you've had that space, has, have things changed? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and in saying that with all the travelling which, which I've been fortunate enough to do in the last 18 months, I'd actually like to see more of Australia as well. Yep. I still want to go to some cool countries and and um, experience some stuff overseas, but it's just given me an appreciation of, of, of how grateful I am to live in this country and and um, there's still so much more to see and experience and do. And, and look, I, I say that in this 10 seconds and then I could wake up tomorrow and decide, you know what, as soon as we can get on a flight and go somewhere... I'm on it. I've got a ticket. Cool. So, um, have ticket will travel. Have ticket will travel. Definitely. Well, maybe one day, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> That's right. But um, no, look, I don't know. I've, I've just totally in, just in, going with the flow. Going with the flow. But I've totally in, enjoyed being home, and this has just been just been absolutely amazing. I'm just you know, grateful for the people here and and the, the space and environment and. Cool. And all that stuff. So. so you mentioned your book club. If people want to find you, where can they go? Where can they find more Mark Kerr? Oh, it's, that's Apart right. Apart from, you know, hanging around, loitering in. Loitering around public places when we're not in isolation. No. Uh, look, obviously, Facebook page, Mark Kerr. I've just set up a business page there too, so there's nice. two of us. Um, and then I've got a um, profile on the Access Consciousness site too, so. While we're in this time, obviously a website is something I'll definitely have to look into and possibly a billboard or one of those flashing lights. Why not? In Japan, in Tokyo, next to the Coke sign. So it's all it's all small choices and it's creating some cool stuff. And, and here's that tool, what else is possible? Awesome. It's an oldie and a goodie. Cool. Thank you so much for joining us, Mark. Thank you, Sarah. Always a pleasure. See ya. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Consciousness Road Trip podcast. If you'd like to find more of my podcast or more information, you can head to my website, sarahwatt.com.au forward slash road trip or sarahwatt.podbean.com. See you on the next episode.